Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back into the 610 podcast. I'm your host, Jay Hollihan, back here on this Monday evening discussing the Philadelphia Phillies agreeing on a seven year, $172 million contract for Aaron Nola. The average 24.5 salary for the next seven years. He is staying a Philadelphia Philly where his career started. Um, listen, I, I have, you know, I'm happy that they signed him back, obviously, because, you know, you need um, that top-of-the-line rotation. But ultimately, you know, Nola ha- is coming off a down year. But the fact that he was able to pitch as well as he did in the postseason was very encouraging. Now, naturally... You know, you have to say to yourself, if Nola can be on, if he can just be on for, I mean, like three quarters of his starts. I know it's not going to be every start that you're going to get the best Aaron Nola outing. But just a majority of the time, you know, started 32 games this year, 24 of those starts. You can get at least 24 of them. Solid outings. That's a great year for Aaron. I mean, that's a great year for any pitcher, but especially with the ability that Aaron Ola possesses, that is so, so huge. I mean, listen, he talked about it. I mean, the quotes have gone around. He wanted to stay a Philly. He's been a Philly his entire career. He turned down better money to go to Atlanta and uh, end with the Dodgers. And he wanted to stay a Philly. I mean, if he goes back to Atlanta, he's from the South, so closer for his family. But no, he wanted to stay here. And and as, and I am so surprised because we gave him a lot of crap this year. We've given him a lot of crap since 2019. I mean, this guy has been looked at as one of the better pitchers that the Phillies farm system has pushed out. I mean, you know, he's not exactly Cole Hamels but the fact that he's the best since I mean that says something right there the fact that he just goes about his business and and I mean I know he's kind of up and down but the fact that he's able to do what he can do um it was huge I mean I'm really I was really impressed with with his performance um in the in the postseason Spoke about it, how he switched things up in terms of where he was looking at the pitch clock, which freed him up, um, and very excited. Now, you know, that becomes interesting to see what he can do next year. I mean, you know, he figured something out with the pitch clock at the end. Can he build off that? I hope he does because he was, I mean, he was unbelievable. You know, they talked about him uh, in in the same breath him and uh, Zach Wheeler as the Randy Johnson and Kurt Schilling combo from the 2001 Arizona Diamondbacks. I mean, that's unbelievable. And he was that good. I mean, Nola was insane in the postseason. He was locked in. He even developed a pickoff move. Um, 
He's not great at holding runners on. He's not great pitching from the stretch with the pitch clock. Hopefully he can continue to build off of that as he did in the in the postseason. You want him to keep his home runs numbers down, obviously. 32 this year. Um, he Though his whip was really solid. 1.151 for the entire season. I mean, he's always had a pretty solid whip throughout his career. And if he can just limit that, I mean, you know, he's only had two occasions where it's been under one. If he can build that moving forward, we can see a, a huge difference in Aaron Nolan. And I really hope we do because this guy deserves, you know, to have um, a great career with, with what he's put together. And listen, I mean, we saw it with Zach Wheeler. You know, his better years came um, around the age of 30. Maybe we can see that now out of Aaron Nola. But yeah, really excited for him. Um, seven years, 172. I mean, that's a lot. But it was reported that he was looking 30 mil. I mean, they went significantly under what he was looking for. And they got it done. And notice, I mean, he didn't even dis- really get a chance to discuss with other teams again to a negotiation, a bidding war. So I really don't think the money is a total big deal with this guy. He talked about it. He just wants to win a World Series. And I know a lot of people say that, but when you think about how quick they got the deal done, I mean, come on. You know, I know he held out a little bit last year, but for him to say, you know what, I've got unfinished business here. I want to go back and get it done with, with the guys. I think it goes a lot to – I think it goes – Back to a you know how tight this clubhouse is, how tight that that pitching staff is. I mean him, Wheeler, Ranger, they've been together for you know a couple of years now. Now you mix in Christopher Sanchez. I mean you know it's definitely it feels like a family there. Caleb Cotham, and I think that just goes back to what Rob Thompson has done in that clubhouse because you see the connection, you see the closeness, and I think Nola, JT Real Muto has been his catcher um, for a good portion of his career. And they both know each other very well. And, uh, you know, he wants to continue doing that. I don't think he wanted to build a new relationship with another catcher. I don't think he wanted to build another, you know, relationship with a pitching coach or a manager or another team. He wanted to stay here. I think he's a he's a creature of habit. I mean, you notice that a lot. Give him an extra off day. Sometimes it doesn't go as, as planned. Um, but I've been on here a lot critiquing Aranola. Really, you know, hounding him because of how poor of a season he had, you know, and just with the way that he responded in the postseason was really fantastic. Now, what I need to see out of him is him not to get complacent now that he's gotten this deal. I think we saw that last year a little bit. I think it took him a while to adjust to the pitch clock. Eventually, he adjusted. He had. A couple really strong seasons there, uh, 1.2018 to 2020. Of course, that was a COVID 60-game season. But then 2021, he struggled. 2021 and 2023, he struggled. But thankfully, he um, he was able to come through in the postseason when it mattered the most. And aside from Game 6, he did a tremendous job. Now, what this means is for the Phillies, you now have Nola, 
you have Wheeler, you have Ranger Suarez, you have a solid fifth starter in Christopher Sanchez. It's going to be a matter of, do you stick with Taiwan Walker, or do you maybe go out to sign Yamamoto? I don't know. We're hearing that there that there have been talks between the Phillies. I personally think if you have an opportunity to move Taiwan Walker, you do it. I don't think that guy can pitch on a solid team, on a on a winning team. I don't think he's, you know, unless he proves me wrong, and I hope he does next year, I just don't think he's he's the type of player. I don't think I think he can be selfish at times. I'd move him, in my opinion. I love the competitor out of him for what he said, but in terms of just Dude, I mean, wrong place, wrong time. It's one thing for him to have said that coming off a big game next year, but like at the to criticize Rob Thompson at that point, like, come on, buddy. Like, really, you didn't exactly pitch like you deserve to to pitch in a postseason. Get out of here with that. If you can't fall in line, go pitch for someone else. You know, we we have bigger things to worry about than that crap. That may have flown with the Mets. Not here, pal. Um, But regardless, Aaron Nola, Zach Wheeler, Ranger Suarez. Christopher Sanchez is your fifth starter. What are they going to do about a fourth in the rotation? If it is Taiwan Walker, he needs to go out there and he needs to put together a damn good season after that crap um, for most of the year that he put together. Aside from June, the dude, you know, looked like he, he, he... couldn't grip the baseball properly, but hopefully that, you know, changes, um, obviously, but I really think this is the biggest move the Phillies make. I can't see the Phillies making another big move the rest of the season. So, um, definitely pleased that they got it done between him or Reese Hoskins. I think you had to say with what's available out there, you're happy you got back Aaron Nola. I mean, they were talking about getting Blake Snell. I'm happy we got Instead, Aaron Nola, because, geez, I wouldn't have wanted to deal with that headache in Blake Snell. All right, everyone, thank you yet again for tuning in to another episode of the 610 Podcast. We'll be back um, talking Phillies at hopefully sometime soon, um, you know, with, uh, with, with maybe they make a move. I have no idea, you know, if they, you know, could get Yamamoto. I don't think they do. I'm just going to be straight up. I don't think they do. But hopefully we'll be back on talking about maybe some pieces that they add together and we get to really see what this team may look like come spring training. All right, everyone, thank you for tuning in. And as always, I'll talk to you next time. God, need a rubber tree plant. Anyone knows an ant can eat a rubber tree plant, but he has